Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Great to have you with us. 888-900-3393. Also at Pat Unleashed. On Twitter. There's just nothing going on. Everything's fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, the world is at peace. Things are tranquil. And uh, almost in a state of nirvana. If, that's that's <clears> a good way to describe <throat> the, yeah. the world today. I think so. Yeah. And so, you know, what, we're, what we struggle with every day is what are we going to talk about? Right. I mean, is, do we have to do another... What's your favorite Disney character day? Oh, we, I thought we were going to do favorite breakfast foods. <laughs> or, or that. We could do that. That's what we talked about before the show. <laughs> I thought that was going to be our deal. Breakfast foods, or should we just do cereals today? Because that's, oh, that's always be, a fun topic. That would be a short one. Everyone knows Basic Four is king of the hill. Basic Four. <laughs> I bet you're the only person alive would say basic four is the best cereal there is. Well, it's got it's got everything you need to start your day. What do you mean? What's, what, what are you doing? I've got upstairs in my office right now. I'm sure you a do. A file cabinet. I've tweeted a picture of this out before. Full of basic four? Full, it's just mm-hmm. packed to the brim of basic four. You, mm-hmm. boy, you gotta be a Boy Scout, Pat. Be prepared, That's man. That's crazy. <laughs> basic four. Well, I'm just being honest. What is the best cereal then, huh? Can you top basic four? I can easily. Oh, yeah? Uh, many times over. Many times over. Proof. With many, many different cereals. Reese's. Okay, well. Most delicious it, cereal. As far is, as the perhaps. sweet mm-hmm. category. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, absolutely. The mm-hmm. Reese's Puffs cereal is yes. very good. Mm-hmm. Delicious. I yeah. love it. Uh, we could do this for two hours, Joel. <laughs> Well, the world we just really could. Bur- like well, literally, the, the flames are around, around this room. We're like, no, I'm not leaving no. till eight o'clock. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there was a time when sometimes you you oh, had gosh. you had opportunity to just do something silly, and we used to do it. We used to try to do uh, frivolous Fridays, and every once in a while, we still try. But it's hard because there's so much burning down around us every. And we've got the numbers to support that later as far as uh, inflation, cost of things. I mean, there's plenty there that isn't breakfast cereal talk. And, I mean, the situation with Israel, do you know we don't even have, uh, we don't even have an ambassador to Israel right now? Biden hasn't even bothered to nominate one. We don't have an ambassador to Israel I bet they never appoint one. I mean, you would think coming into office. All right, that's one of your that's one of the first ambassadorships, the first things as far as diplomacy you take care of cuz that's I don't know, somewhat of a volatile area and a vital interest and a close ally. Uh so you want to get that taken care of right away. What what is Nope. Uh, what do you think Samantha Power what's she doing these days? Oh, we should we should call her and see. You know that they're going to send somebody yeah, at least somebody with that mindset over there against yeah. Israel. Yeah. Oh. Actually, Biden did say Israel has a right to defend itself, which <laughs> kind of shocked me. Uh, wow, that's that's as pro-Israel as I've ever heard from the, anybody in the Democrat Party. Uh, but it's amazing how all of the. All of the uh, nonsense on Twitter is pro-Palestinian stuff. Uh, so much of it, anyway. I mean, there might be some pro-Israeli 
but mostly because of indoctrination and because of people not knowing the history of this situation. Mostly, it's people who support the Palestinians and their terrorism. I mean, if if the Palestinians uh, weren't continually stirring things up, I'm pretty sure the Israelis would not be bombing their cities. I'm pretty sure. I feel pretty confident in that. You turn this thing around, if the Palestinians had nuclear weapons, how many times would they have used them already oh, against gosh. Israel? Right. Oh, no, it's... I mean, they would have destroyed Israel by now. I saw a thing a this long time ago. morning where this guy explained that, you know how uh, Israel blew up this apartment building or whatever mm-hmm. it is, right? And mm-hmm. like the world's like, oh my gosh, what are you doing? Okay, so Israel drops a, a non-explosive uh, deal on it to basically say, hi, we're, we're about to come over yeah, here. Yeah, uh, evacuate the building. Yeah, and then they call all the people inside, all the businesses around there and stuff. They're like, yeah, we're about to blow that building up. This is hours long process. Any yeah. bad guys that want to get out can. They know what's about to happen. Then they blow up the building because it's being used by terrorists to attack <clears throat> Israel. Exactly. I mean, exactly. they could not be more nicer in warfare. I know. Who does that? Well, we do. Um, we do as well. Uh, we drop food to our enemies after we bomb them. Hey, oh, God, did we hurt somebody? Shoot! All right, here's dinner for the next 16 years. Okay? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, oh, by the way, here's uh, $20,000 per family. Uh, and uh, is there anything else? Can we get you an order of fries with that? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, wait, are these I, I don't know if you food? guys like fries, but man, we do in the U.S. But maybe I—I I mean, I don't want to push that on you. I don't want cultural well, appropriation things going on if here. If they're not bottomless fries, then it's an insult of an offer. <laughs> That's fry, true, honestly. Yeah. Does it have to be from Red Robin? Preferably. Yeah. Okay. Those fries are superior. They are good. They're actually better they're than um, Basic Four is for cereal. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Barely. So, uh, Wonder Woman, Gal Gadot who is uh, an Israeli. She's an Israeli citizen. She might have dual citizenship. I don't know. <clears throat> but uh, she found out what it's like for everybody on the right. I mean, she is as far left as you can get uh, and makes no bones about it. And she talks, she talks about it all the time, her politics. She is not a conservative, but she is from Israel. <clears throat> and she actually said that uh, she would like to see the violence in her home country stop. And she said, my heart breaks. My country is at war. I worry for my family, my friends. I worry for my people. This is a vicious cycle that's been going on for far too long. Israel deserves to live as a free and safe nation. Our neighbors deserve the same. Now, that seems to be also throwing in the Palestinians Mm -hmm. there just for correctness. (laughs) All right. Yeah, and they and she probably believes. I mean, everybody believes. Yes, they do deserve to. Uh, it's their own fault most of the time that they don't. But yeah, okay. I pray for the victims and their families. I pray for this unimaginable hostility <clears throat> to end. I pray for our leaders to find the solution so we could live side by side in peace. I pray for better days. Oh boy. Uh, oh, the humanity. As Twitter and. I don't know. Instagram and everybody unleashed unleashed their uh, nasty dogs on her. Uh, one of them one of them said, uh, 
This is on, is this Twitter? Yeah, it's a Twitter response. Gal Gadot is an ugly Zionist. What are you, blind? (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. As well as stupid. Uh, Gal Gadot is an ugly Zionist who can't act and is beyond pathetic. Time and time again, she shows y'all that she sides with the ethnic cleansing of Palestinians and y'all act brand new every time. F that woman. Jeez. I mean, uh, ethnic cleansing of Palestinians? That is so absolutely mindless and shows you have no idea what's going on over there. If they wanted to ethnic cleanse the Palestinians, they would have been cleansed a long time ago. Uh, We got this from uh, Shea Siddiqui. I'm glad Gal Gadot said what she said. People should see how Israelis have been laundering the genocide of Palestinians. This is just so ridiculous. Under a disingenuous call for the end of a conflict that has never existed, it's always been an extermination campaign. (sighs) And that's true. From the other side. Mm -hmm. It's It's in the charter of Hamas. It was also, I believe, in the the charter of the PLO, Palestinian Liberation Organization. Now that they've gone legit, supposedly, uh, they may have removed that. I'm not sure. We should look that up. Uh, But but they call for the end of Israel, the extermination of Israel. They teach that Israelis are pigs to little children on their television shows. Uh, Things like Mr. Rogers in, in Palestine are shows that teach Palestinian kids how evil Jews are. I mean, this... I, if you're a Western person with a Western mindset and a Judeo-Christian background at all, I don't understand. I don't understand how the Palestinians are the good guys to you. I don't get it. It shows an amazing amount of ignorance. And this goes on and on. Uh, she just got hammered over this. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if she back uh, backtracks on it. Uh, then Andrew Yang expressed oh, wow. some support for Israel. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, he did. <clears throat> then he got hammered. Okay. And then he backtracked. He doesn't, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't, you can't stick with it. He said, I'm standing with the people of Israel who are coming under bombardment attacks and condemn the Hamas terrorists. How dare dare you wow how dare you i spoke to <laughs> then okay he gets the crap from alexandria ocasio cortez and others i spoke to a group of volunteers for the campaign yesterday some of whom have been with me for years many of them were upset with my recent tweet expressing solidarity with the people of israel in conjunction with the violence in the region this week that has claimed the lives of innocents and children on both sides they felt My tweet was overly simplistic. In my treatment of a conflict that that has a long and complex history, full of tragedies, and they felt it failed to acknowledge the pain and suffering on both sides, they were, of course, correct. No, no, they weren't. But he continued, I mourn for every Palestinian life taken before its time, as I do for every Israeli, suffering and pain and violence and death, Suffered by anyone hurts us all. All people want to be able to live in peace. 
we all we uh, we we always for that ourselves and our children. That's a nice sentence uh, structure there, Andrew. Uh, that's what I wanted my mayor for new, if, if I lived in New York is a guy who can say sentences like we always that for ourselves and our children could have had him as president Boy, we missed <laughs> out. right yeah we did hmm. yeah we did yeah how dare the Israelis occupy the West Bank also known you know what the West Bank used to be known as that the, the Israelis occupy occupy right now it was called Judea and uh, Samaria. Those sound familiar? I mean, everyone has always associated Judea with Palestinians, right? Not Israel. <laughs> Aside from the ancient claim to that land that is clear and obvious, I mean, there's the modern reality, too. Um, if, if you don't understand this conflict, you should delve into the recent history of the area and start... Start in about 1947, and then work your way forward, and and look at who uh, has been trying to exterminate who, or whom, over that amount of time. For the last 70 years, the Palestinians and the surrounding Arabs in that region have tried to drive Israel into the sea. From the very beginning. Now, when they partitioned that land... I, does it even do any good to explain? <laughs> Everybody knows. <laughs> when they partitioned the land, though, uh-huh. uh, all of that area was was Israel, and then they also partitioned off half of uh, the area. So Israel had part of it. Palestine had part of it. There was a Palestine in the beginning. So then, what happened? Why? Why? Why aren't the uh, well? Why aren't they there today? The Palestinians and their Arab friends uh, all got together and said, "No, it's un- unacceptable to us that Israel will exist. They won't exist. We're gonna we're gonna oh. drive them into the sea." Okay, because these other countries were gonna step up, and in case it didn't work out, they were gonna provide a place for the Palestinians to live, right? I mean, in their countries. Correct? Sure, sure, sure. Say, look, look, as yeah, a, as a yeah, backstop, yeah. in case this mm-hmm. doesn't work out, this destruction of Israel. You guys can come and live in our country. Is that, is that how it went down? <laughs> Not exactly. Oh, then tell me what happened. No. Let's do our history lesson. I'm sorry to um, interrupt, Professor. Well, okay. Uh, there was a war in 1948 where they tried to drive Israel into the sea, and Israel uh, didn't allow it. Hmm. So they won. Um, and uh, then, you know, at that point, you would think, okay, yeah, we didn't, we didn't get that accomplished, so why don't you come here into, let's say, Jordan, which has double the occupied space hmm. of uh, Palestine that Israel has. But so for instance Jordan could have said, "Hey, okay, well this was set aside for you guys anyway. Why don't you uh sure. why don't you live here?" And that's not what happened. That's not what happened. Oh no. They ignored them completely. In fact, they persecuted them. They fought with them. They tried to drive them out of their lands. Saudi Arabia, Egypt, nobody wanted the Palestinians. I mean, it is sad. Yeah. But it's not Israel's fault. Okay, so then I bet they they said, what, let's go and try again? <laughs> let's, let's go try go, again to go, drive Israel yeah, into the Yeah, let's go try it again. How'd that work yeah, out? Yeah, but they waited clear until 1956. Okay. And that didn't work out well for them All either. Right. Uh, so then they said, hey, let's go try again? So, in yeah, but they again, this time, uh, it was 1967. Now. Right. So it was 11 years later. When uh, the entire Arab world ganged up on Israel. Oh, now they're in for it. Uh-huh. 
and and attacked, and uh, the Six-Day War happened. Six days? Six-Day War, yeah. Wow! Where Israel defeated their enemies in six days. And then Israel, I would imagine, correct me if I'm wrong, Uh Israel probably said, all right, look, enough of this. We're taking all this stuff, and we're going to keep it. Seems like you've heard some of this before. Huh? Yeah, no, they didn't do that. Oh, that's not what happened. No. Uh What happened? Although, uh, they did... Maintain part of it so that they wouldn't be attacked from those areas again. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's the excuse. But they drove they drove the Egyptians clear back to Egypt. They took over all of the Sinai Peninsula, Mm -hmm. all of it. That's a gigantic area. And they held on to that till what? Was that seventy nine? Or is that how long? Was it that have? long? I don't know. Is it is that the one where uh, you know how they had a peace accord yeah, with, with Jimmy his, Carter and with Egypt? Uh, that might be where yeah. they gave that like, back. All right. Yeah. Here we go. So they took all of that land. They went almost all the way to Damascus. They gave all that back. They went uh, through Jordan. I mean, they annihilated the Arabs and gave almost all of it back. But they said this time uh, it was ours anyway. We're gonna we're gonna keep the West Bank. Sorry, because we don't want you launching attacks uh, on us from that region. And they kept sort of East Jerusalem, which was occupied by Jordan up until that point. But they drove the Jordanians out of there. Uh, So it's just mind-numbing that people don't look into the history of this. It didn't end there, of course. I mean, they were attacked again in 73. They were attacked again in 81. Uh, Then there was the uh, intifadas in the 90s. Then the 2000s. Then I think the last one was what, 2013? 2014? Maybe it was 2014. And and now again, here we are again. And they're attacking them from places that Israel's like, you guys can have the spot right here. And that's where they're attacking them from. I'll tell you what didn't happen. The attacks didn't happen between 2017 and 2020. That's for sure. Because, see, there was a guy in office over in the United States who was like... Yeah, anybody notice that? Test us. T- test it. Huh. Yeah, let's see what happens if you attack Israel. It's really true. It's really true. Uh, Donald Trump was the best friend Israel's ever had. Far and away. And even in an American president, even over George W. Bush, probably over Ronald Reagan. I mean, Donald Trump did for Israel what nobody did... And everyone along the way kind of intimated that maybe we'll do that. Yeah, you know what? It might be a good idea to move the uh, the embassy, the U.S. embassy to Jerusalem, which is the capital of Israel. Uh, it might be a good idea. Nobody ever did until Donald Trump. Yeah, and, and if you don't want to make the argument of they're God's people, and let's just say that doesn't apply to your way of thinking at all. Mm-hmm. How about just common sense? They're yeah. being attacked over and over and over again. I can't. Yeah. But it's always the Palestinians that are the victims. Somehow. Somehow on Twitter and Facebook and everywhere else, somehow the Palestinians are the the victims of the terrible, horrifying, big bully Israelis. (laughs) It's really amazing. It's unbelievable. All right. Let me take a minute. Tell you about uh, real estate agents I trust. If you're moving, uh, maybe you're relocating to a new area. So you have to sell your house and you have to buy one. You need a realtor that you can really trust. Somebody you can count on to give you the right kind of advice. Somebody who can advise you on whether to repaint your house. Because that can be expensive and a hassle. Uh, And whether you need to replace countertops. Because that can be really expensive. 
whether you should remodel a room or whatever, and will you get your money out of it if you do? That's really important as well. Um, go to Real Estate Agents I Trust. These are agents who are the best in their area. They've got a lot of experience. They do this full-time. They've done it for a long time, and they've got great track records. Real Estate Agents I Trust. The name says it all. Realestateagentsitrust.com. You're listening to Pat Gray Unleashed. 888 also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Kind of interesting, though, when, when, the, when the liberals eat their own, as they're doing with Gal Gadot. It'll be interesting to see if she backs off that, her stance uh, about her home country. That would be a real shame if she did, but it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, certainly Andrew Yang who is running for mayor of New York, why do you think it is that he even spoke out about this? Uh, you've got a lot of Jewish people in, in Manhattan. A lot of New York uh, Jewish people. And so I'm sure he thought, okay, I'm going to ingratiate myself to the Jewish population here. And then he got hammered for it by uh, all of the protesters. Did you see the massive protest from Palestinians? And then Israeli groups got together and they kind of went back and forth protesting each other. Uh, in New York City yesterday. No. So yesterday or the day before, and uh, it got a little ugly in some places, and NYPD had to try to separate the groups. Wound up making no arrests, which is amazing. But uh, it's, a, it's a tough situation because uh, this new generation seems to be, why? Uh, why would they be indoctrinated to be pro-Palestinian? Because they're indoctrinated in all left-wing ideology in our school system now really wonderful really wonderful we're seeing the fruits of that everywhere uh oh this is kind of cool if you get vaccinated in ohio and you get a shot you get a shot at one million dollars according to mike dewine who is the uh governor of ohio atrocious little incentive here kind of a novel program for people in his state to get vaccinated if you get that shot, you'll have another shot <laughs> at uh, uh, winning a million-dollar lottery. And he's a Republican. Yeah. Said only people who've gotten the vaccine will be eligible to win the prize, which will be paid for by federal coronavirus funds. Two weeks from tonight, on May 26th, we will announce a winner of a separate drawing for adults who have received at least their first dose of the vaccine. This announcement will occur each Wednesday for five weeks, and the winner each Wednesday will receive $1 million. So they're actually giving away $5 million? I don't know. I'm, yeah. I'm stuck on the line right? you said. Federal. Yeah, the federal COVID. coronavirus funds. Yeah. They're using it to bribe people. Your tax dollars. I'm telling you, if you Yours. guarantee me the million dollars, I'll get your stupid shot. For one million dollars, would you get the shot? No. If it's guaranteed, I'll give you a million dollars if you go get this vaccine. No. Seriously? Seriously. Oh, I'm in. I'm uh, this guy's had... a liar. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You didn't say it was. Is it tax free? Huh? No. Uh, that I don't know. No, I doubt. No, I'm saying if I get the shot, never mind. Oh. So I. I they, listen to this. They, 
We need this money for this pandemic. We need the states. Mm-hmm. We got to rush this bill through. We got to get this money. We got healthcare workers. They're overwhelmed. They need the PPE and all that crap. And oh, a lottery. Are you for <laughs> real? Are you? This country gets dumber by the minute. It's astounding, really. It really is astounding. To be eligible to win, you must be at least 18. Uh, or older uh, on the day of the drawing, you must be an Ohio resident, mm-hmm. and you must be vaccinated before well, the drawing. Why? Why? Why do I have to be an Ohio resident? I paid for that lottery. That's true. Sure did. <sighs> Incentive for kids in Ohio to get the vaccine now. Oh, good. Now we're going to incentivize the kids getting the vaccine. Yeah, they can't get the. They're not eligible for the million dollars, so we got to do something else to bribe them. Uh, getting. Getting our 12 to 17-year-olds vaccinated is so important that we're going to have a separate incentive for them, according to Mike DeWine. How are we going to bribe the kids? Well, on May 18th, an electronic portal will be opened up for young people who have been vaccinated to be able to register. We'll do this every Wednesday for five straight Wednesdays, each time randomly selecting one student to receive the full, full, a four-year scholarship? To what's to what college do we know? Is it Ohio State? I don't know. Is it the college of their choice? Probably a state college. Who On knows? Wednesday, May twenty sixth, we'll announce the winner of a drawing of all those seventeen year olds and un uh, and seventeen and and under who have been vaccinated, and the winner will receive a four a full four year scholarship to our state of Ohio universities. Yeah. So, so you, any you of them go to any of them. Any of them. This will include tuition, <laughs> room and board, and books. <laughs> wow. I mean, that's a far cry from a million dollars, but uh, as bribes go, it's not bad. It's not terrible. <laughs> if you guarantee me one million, you just pay me a million dollars, I'll go get your stupid vaccine. And, you know, I paid for part of that anyway, so I'm just getting some of my money back, uh, which would be nice. Also, a listener sent us uh, uh, this note about the experience her friend's husband is having with the vaccine. Oh, this is terrible, man. So I don't think he would do this again for $10 million. Hello, just wanted you to know, a dear friend of mine's hubby went into sudden cardiac arrest within 24 hours of getting the vax. He was fortunate that two army nurses were close by and uh, did CPR until the ambulance got there. They shocked him three times to get his heart started. He lived, but has a detached sternum and broken ribs. Oh, Jeez. so many of these. And this, the, you get, the argument would be, it's so rare. It's yeah, so rare that this is happening. Well, my goodness, We're the sample of size of the audience, it's, I mean, they, they, it either happens to them. We had a listener lose her mother. Mm-hmm. We have this person with a close friend. I'm getting reports all of the time. Of how it's affecting people of this audience and people they know. I know. My goodness. She goes on to say, at first they said it was it had nothing to do with the vax. But after extensive testing, the doctor reversed his conclusions and said that that is what caused his near-death experience. Oh, man. Well, that doctor's probably in trouble. Oh, Does he still have a job? looking for a new gig Oh, somewhere. my God. Can you imagine? You can't say that. He will be canceled. Did you hear about the health ambassador in India who who went on TV to get the vaccine to show how safe it was and everything's cool? He died of a heart attack less than 24 hours later. 
But they're like, no, nah, I had nothing to do with uh, the vaccine. Pure well, coincidence. Yeah. They're like, dude, he's <clears> old. Pure coincidence. I mean, I mean, he's like in his 50s. I mean, what do you need? <laughs> he's lived a good life. I mean, I mean, these are all anecdotal on their surface, in but my gosh. In fact, had he not died of the heart attack, we would have put him down ourselves because he's just been too right. old and his quality of life wasn't there anymore. So we we would have put him down, but we didn't need to because, you know, fortunately he had the heart attack. Yeah, it worked out. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, but if you if you believe any of this stuff, I mean, if, you, if you're curious I- enough to look into it, if you uh, are convinced enough to just be skeptical, a tiny bit skeptical about the vaccines. Like I am. You're an anti-vaxxer. <laughs> right. You're, you're a conspiracy theorist anti-vaxxer. Seriously. In fact, uh, the Webster, Merriam-Webster, uh, just changed their definition of anti-vaxxer to include people who oppose laws <laughs> that mandate vaccination. Now you're an anti-vaxxer. You're going to get that slur. If you oppose a law that forces you to get a vaccine. <laughs> if you are against making a choice about gosh, your own on. body, then you're going to be labeled an anti-vaxxer. Heaven help us. A person who opposes vaccination or laws that mandate vaccination. No, I'm sorry. I, that can't stand. That's unbelievable. So what do you think about Fruity Pebbles? I like them. That's pretty good. I mean, that's I like up them. their upper echelon of breakfast yeah, do. cereals, like don't them. you think? Yeah. I like Cocoa Pebbles, too. Yeah. I, yeah. I can get Cuckoo I for like, Cocoa Puffs. No, I don't like Cocoa Puffs. Oh. I like Cocoa Pebbles. They're, oh, oh, yeah. They're delicious. Okay. But Just Cocoa stick Puffs, with the Pebbles. I'm no. sorry. Okay. Yeah. The, the box with the bird on it, stay away from it. Yeah. It's not good. He's Pat Gray. He's unleashed, and he's on the plate. Uh, we often say we lead with our mistakes. Now, this didn't lead the show, but it is leading the segment. Uh, the video we played of the Pfizer CEO yesterday saying he hasn't gotten the vaccine yet. Yeah. Keith just found that, but it was from a while ago. A while ago. Yeah. So he actually did. Do we know how long ago? The video? Yeah. That I don't know. I know he got his was it from shot like late. 2019. Oh, no. <laughs> No. No. Okay. It was at least during the yeah the whole pandemic situation. Yeah. So he got a shot um, about five weeks ago, I guess. Okay. So he he has since been mm-hmm. vaccinated. Yeah. So we don't so have that. Our bad. <clears throat> we don't have that. Don't have the CEO of Pfizer to kick around. Dang it. Really well, I mean, you could if you want to. If you want to. <laughs> Explore their history of lawsuits and, well, and yes. the settlements. And, okay, sure. And the sure. billions of dollars they had to pay out for well, bribing there's, doctors. There's that. There is that. But other right. than that. Uh, what have they done? Nothing. <clears throat> they came up with a great vaccine mm-hmm. that's 95% effective. <sighs> so you can get that vaccine. Terrific. And a million dollars, perhaps, if you Maybe. live in Ohio. Yeah. Right. But you got to be an Ohio resident. Sorry. Uh, all right, some tweets here. Spartan Patriot tweets the best breakfast cereal. <laughs> so everybody's like, yes, going with the, the breakfast greatest cereal audience thing. ever. <laughs> <laughs> the best breakfast cereal is peanut butter Captain Crunch with oh. chocolate milk. You're welcome. Uh, <clears throat> I love it. I've that's never a tried contender. it with chocolate milk, but that's a good idea. Then that's you get a, the chocolate and the peanut butter, like I mean, a Reese's. That's, that's a contender. However, Cap'n Crunch loses points with me because... It tears up the roof of your it mouth. It destroys the roof yes. of your mouth. And everybody knows it. I love it. It's delicious. 
but it does tear your mouth apart. Why can't they fix that? I don't know. I don't know. They can have the same taste, the same texture, but instead of like ridges on the little orange pieces. smooth, maybe. What is the deal? Come on, Cap'n. I don't know. Cap'n Crunch has a lot of problems. And there's the oops, all berries. Oh, okay. They've been doing that for 35 years. What is this scam that you've made a mistake here? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, seriously. I'm starting to think you're doing it on purpose. I'm starting to, too. I gave I gave the old Captain the benefit of the doubt for quite a while. I did, too. And for I kept like 20 ex- years, right. I thought, wow, they screwed up again. And, and, well, the next time you went to the wow. store, you would check the show to yeah. see, okay, have we fixed it yet? No, they hadn't and fixed it. And it's still it. the oops. Yeah. We got it. We you got some incompetent it. employees, man. Right. Maybe you fire a few of them. Maybe the captain's too nice. I don't know. Oh, you know what he I did? I don't know. He probably did fire him. Now they're sitting at home collecting government checks, and they're like, right. I make more sitting on the couch than working for that guy. That's right. Well, they're making $80,000 a year from the government. Why would they go back to Captain Crunch? They wouldn't. They wouldn't. So, uh, Duct Tape Please tweets, Cookie Crisp and Reese's Puffs are my two favorite cereals. If I only go by taste, yeah, well, well, what else is there? See, now they, they, mess, they mess with Cookie Crisp, though. Like did the they? T- yeah, the taste is... Uh, really? Yeah, they, they did something to it. Huh. Yeah, a, a while back, and they never went back. Mm. It's kind of like they they messing with Coca-Cola and changing it to New Coke and then not going back. It, I forgot what it was. I just remember that. It really, mm. it, it upset me. For a more balanced choice, I like frosted <laughs> mini-wheats and honey bunches of oats. Yeah. Probably the healthiest cereal I like is Honey Nut Cheerios. I love the Honey Nut Cheerios. Yeah. The actual Cheerios, mm-hmm. you know, just with no sugar on them yeah. or honey flavoring. It tastes like, I don't know, cardboard, like you're eating a bowl of cardboard. Yeah, like if you're like if that. you're a toddler, like mm-hmm. and you, you'll, you'll give a toddler just like boring, plain Cheerios. Mm-hmm. And then when you start giving them the Honey Nut Cheerios, it's almost <clears> like they've, they've earned the respect now. Right. Because right. now they're, they've upgraded to something with flavor. Yes. Kara 3022, favorite cereal? <laughs> <laughs> it's just caught on accidentally. <laughs> a toss-up between these two that are now only available around Halloween. Booberry oh, oh, yeah. and Count Chocula. Right. Why aren't those year-round? Good stuff. I don't so know. good. I don't know. Uh, caught between the moon and Snoob York City. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Says uh, Pat is more of a history professor than Bill Nye is a science guy. Oh, that's oh thank true. you. Thank yeah. you. Absolutely. Uh, we're not setting a very high standard there, but <laughs> thank you. Uh, proud Mr. Graybeard. Hey, kids, get your vaccine, and you could be awarded a full-ride scholarship to the state indoctrination camp of your choice. Yay. Yay. I, it's, that's really true. This world is That's the sad insane. part of it. That's, that's a really true statement. Uh, 888-900-3393. The other night, CNN dropped this important story on us. How to cautiously hug. There's likely one show of affection you've been craving during the pandemic. Experts weigh in what a safe snuggle looks like. What a safe snuggle. you got to be kidding me. That is like you haven't hugged. If you haven't hugged in the last year, then... You're a loser. Uh, yeah. I'll say it. You're I, just a loser. I can't help you. Maybe there's nobody that wants you. to hug you. It might have nothing to do with the pandemic. We've said this before. It's a good way to lose friends during the pandemic. Oh, gosh, I just lost touch. Yeah. People you don't want to see. A, 
I only hug people I know anyway, so I've been hugging all the people I normally hug. I don't like hugging strangers. I mean, I will if I'm kind of forced into it and it's an awkward situation. Mm-hmm. But um, I will say I do appreciate <laughs> uh, when the show's over every morning how you go around and you hug myself, Corby, <laughs> Rob, Daniel. I mean, at first it was awkward, mm-hmm. and and but now, now you look forward now, to it. Now it's like a part of my day. And I think that's one thing Martin really misses. Um, it's, from, the, it's yeah. the Pat Gray hug at the end Pat of the Gray show. Pat Gray hug, yeah, because yeah. he used to get that. and that really... For a job well done, here's yeah. a little hug. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Look, Martin Martin heard you talking about it. He came in here. He wants a hug right now. So, uh, okay, he's got his hands up. <laughs> yeah. You're not going in there? Not during the show, Martin. Sorry, it's yeah. got to be at the it's end. It's tradition is gotta after be at the, the end. show. <laughs> and it's too bad because you're busy at that time and it just doesn't work out. You know what this will stop, though, is that little kissy face thing. At least out coming out of the pandemic, I bet you it stops that. Hmm. Don't be kissing like people that you don't know. That, yeah, that, I hate that. Is there someone in your life that does that? Yes. Oh no. Mm-hmm. Oh goodness. And no, I, I don't do that. I do not like it. I don't. I don't. Do I do that. not like it, Sam. I am. No. I do not like it on my wife. I do not like it in my life. Oh. Yeah. When That's people, good. you know, do the kiss on on the cheek thing. Uh, but in Europe. Uh, it, it, <laughs> that's why we left that freaking continent. Because of the kissy face right? thing. We're leaving. I'm sorry. Like, We're not doing that. I can't take any more of the uh, PDA from strangers. I'm out of right. here, man. Come exactly. on, man. Come on, man. Oh, yeah. Right. That guy likes... Oh, there's a there's a guy that likes to touch and feel and sniff and, and sniff. kiss. and Right. Oh. Right. We're going to play something from him in a minute. Oh, boy. Uh, well, it's actually from a uh, British reporter, a British journalist on Sky News. Hmm. It's uh, This is the best criticism I've seen in the media, maybe ever, about Joe Biden. Maybe ever. I don't think I've seen anybody in the media with a criticism like this, uh, and it has to come from somebody in Britain. It's pretty amazing. Uh, we'll share that with you in a minute here. But uh, we've also got this Michael Smirkanish thing endorsing, uh, kind of endorsing. You you be the judge. If yeah. Michael Smirkanish is endorsing right. non-vaccine takers being ostracized. If you aren't convinced to get it, then they're going to bribe you. And if that doesn't work, now mm-hmm. we're going to shame you. We're going to shame you. And Here's if that an doesn't option. work, we're going to jail you. There was a USA yeah. Today essay that was published by a former prosecutor named Michael Stern. And I discussed this briefly on radio yesterday. He says, we've got to shun folks. We've got to shun people into getting vaccinated. Uh The shunning suggestion is this. Uh, Businesses should make vaccination a requirement for employment. A COVID outbreak can shut down a business and be financially devastating. And failure to enforce basic health and safety measures is not fair to employees. Pause it for a second. Who have to work in offices. Can you imagine? You've already been hired. You're you're working at a place now. Now as a condition of your employment that didn't exist when you took the job. Now you're going to tell them they must be vaccinated to keep the job? No. Uh, No. Uh, That can't be legal. It can't. It's certainly not right. And it can't be legal. I don't think it can be legal before the fact either. I don't think so either. But especially if you're already employed, now you're grandfathering in uh, a suggestion that you have to be vaccinated to continue your employment. I don't have to give anyone in HR my medical records. 
Right. I don't have to show up right. at work and be like, yeah, um, I'm on a... Th imagine this. Imagine there is somebody that's HIV positive in your workplace, and, and they're going undergoing treatments or whatever. It does Whatever it is. What business is that of the of the employer? Really? Oh, let, let's mm -hmm. do some test cases ASAP on this crap because it's getting out of hand fast. And what happened to the HIPAA laws? I mean, all of a sudden, those don't, those are meaningless. We don't even we don't even think about it anymore. Wait, I don't have any medical privacy anymore. I thought Hillary Clinton pushed that through and guaranteed me <laughs> medical privacy. Huh? And then the argument will be made: Hey, if you're on Obamacare. Well, I mean, if the government's paying for your health insurance, then absolutely have every right yeah. to, to see how the patient is doing. And if Fortunately, you're I'm not on Obamacare, but right. even if you are... Right, but that's what they'll no, use. There's always going to be a way yeah, to, to get into your life. All right, let's see the rest of this. Vaccination, a requirement for employment. A COVID outbreak can shut down a business and be financially devastating. And failure to enforce basic health and safety measures is not fair to employees who have to work in offices, factories, and stores where close contact is required. Things should get personal, too. People should require friends to be vaccinated to attend the barbecues and birthday parties they host. <laughs> friends don't let friends sp spread COVID. Friends don't let friends spread COVID. Yesterday's survey question at Smirconish.com asked whether it's time to shun. Spread COVID. 7,241 people responded. Uh -huh. What do you think the percentage was who said yes? I hope zero. How about 73%. Time to shun. 73%. Yeah, he seems to agree with oh, it. Oh, totally. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, we should shun people who don't get vaccinated. Yeah, shut up. Uh, can you imagine Just having a barbecue? That guy's a conservative, though. <laughs> oh, he's a conservative. Yeah. Uh-huh. Having yeah. a barbecue over. Um, cool. You need me to bring anything? Uh, maybe I can bring some uh, sodas or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, don't forget, though. Bring your uh, vaccination card. I can't let you in without that. Okay? You have to stay in the front yard. You can't come in. You can't go to the backyard where all the fun is. In fact, I don't even want to see you again if you're not, if you're not vaccinated. Because uh, <laughs> I don't want you spreading your filthy virus germs on me. And you know what else you're jeopardizing? Future hugs. And kissy faces and That's stuff. That's right. That's right. Definitely can't be doing that. Not unless you're vaccinated. In fact, let's just cut out the kissy stuff, period, regardless of any kind of yeah, that would be vaccination my status. I have a dream today, friends, mm -hmm. uh, that we cut that out of our lives completely. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> man, uh, it's incredible what what is happening that you just couldn't have imagined two years ago. That you couldn't have. I mean, in 2019, we thought everything was kind of crappy, although we did have President Trump in office, but we still had this wokeness creeping in and all, all of our cultural things starting to change. But you couldn't envision a world where people would actually be agreeing with the sentiment that you shun people who don't receive a vaccine they don't want to get. Or that you make it a condition of employment even after they're already employed. <laughs> or that you couldn't get on a flight or any kind of transportation without a vaccine, without your passport. I got to see your papers, please. Mm -mm. It's crazy. It's just crazy. Kids. And, and this is the United States of America? Yeah, your kids going back to school. That's going to become a requirement. Our colleges are already doing They're that. They're already doing that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's going to be a condition in many states, probably, to get your driver's license. Mm -hmm. um, 
Probably. Any kind of benefit? Mm-hmm. Won't be in Texas. It won't be in Texas. Not as long as we've got the leadership we have. Uh, and I think the leadership that we, the kind of leadership we have now, right now, maybe not the exact same person, but the same mindset. like-minded, the same sure. mindset. It's going to continue for a while, even though they're trying to ch- they're trying desperately to change it in Texas. It's going to be a while before they do that. All right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, something else we couldn't imagine. I, I don't think a couple of years ago would be uh, gas shortages along the lines and high inflation like we have right now, along the lines of nineteen seventy eight, seventy nine, nineteen eighty. With Jimmy Carter. Um, but here we are. Thank you, Joe Biden, uh, for creating this incredible uh, economy that we've got He's going good right at now. This too. He's really good. He's right? done a really good job. Yeah. Yeah. His um, Benny Johnson tweeted this out Biden's first 100 days accomplishments. Okay. Killed the Keystone XL pipeline. I think he did that the first day. Mm-hmm. Gas lines. $3 gas, that's just the national average. It's higher than that. In yeah, six bucks in LA. <laughs> Inflation, yeah, I think the official rate is 4.3% right now. Yeah, uh, yeah, and it, and it breaks down. It's higher in some sectors. Uh, also, than... uh, Glenn did this thing from, uh, I can't remember what the website was, but the real inflation number, if we were to calculate it like they did back in right. 1980, Mm-hmm. It would be more like 10 to 12% right now, which is unbelievable. It's like an extra tax, man. At the crumbling dollar, rising unemployment, the open border crisis, which has been pushed to the back of our minds and and the back burner because we've got so many other problems right now. Uh, Antifa terror squads, skyrocketing homicides, Israel burning, China rising, vaccination and masking. Uh, Yeah, that's a... Pretty good list. And he's done a really wonderful job so far, hasn't he? He's been really, really good. Yeah, I mean, if, if you're a Marxist and you want to destroy the co- country, uh, the it's, best thing you could do is maybe put an empty suit in there with half a brain and, uh, and just pull the levers for him. Well on your way. Um, here's what getting gas along the East Coast is, uh, is like yeah. right now. <laughs> Look at this woman and what she decided to... Why are people this dumb? She's got a Walmart bag. She's filled it up with gas. And filled it up with gas. Gasoline is in that Walmart bag. <laughs> well, then what, what happens if it starts... And then I'm just going to tie it, yeah. and then I'll, I'll just put it... Uh, well, wait, wait i got to open my trunk, and then I'm just going to put it in my trunk. Well, no, you're going to double bag it, of course. <laughs> oh, okay, well, then now it's fixed. Now you'll fix it. Oh, she's it. double bagging. Yeah, because yeah. look, when she picks yeah, it up, she's a genius. what's the gas? just starts pouring out of it. <laughs> Oh, no. Okay. I'm a dummy. All righty. There it is, going all over the place. So she thought she was getting, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to... I'm going to store a little gas on the side and uh, some Walmart what bags. a moron. And then when the when it runs out at the pump, I'll just have it in my Walmart bags. Right. I'll keep it in my trunk, drive around with it. That I, is almost like a comedy sketch. Right. And it's you, hard to believe. And you see these poles and you wonder, how did we get here? Ta-da! <laughs> Beware, Pat Gray is unleashed. Hey, welcome to it. Great to have you with us. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Told you a few minutes ago that uh, the best criticism of Joe Biden in the media by far 
is this guy from Sky News. Although it's Sky News Australia, oh. not England. I didn't even know they had Sky News in Australia. Huh. I thought it was just a British thing. Yeah, yeah. Because he but, says bloke, right? And I think that's yeah. an Australian thing, right? Well, no. The Beatles always said bloke. The Beatles Wait, said they, bloke. Are the Beatles from Australia? No, they're actually from uh, South Africa. The well, Beatles are from... I didn't know yeah, this. Hold yeah. on, this is breaking they're from, news. They're from Cape Town, South Africa. Wow. Well, no, I mean, Paul is actually from Johannesburg. The I other see. three were all from uh, Cape Town. Wow, so, the things yeah. you learn on this program. Right, right. A lot of people don't know that. A lot yeah. of people think they're from the United States, Idaho. A lot of... Based on their accent, people say, what are you guys from? Pocatello? Huh. Is that where you're from? Yeah. Yeah, but they're not. They're, they're from not. South Africa. And I thought yeah. Australia this whole time. No. Mm-mm. So is Abbey Road, you know, they have that album cover where they're crossing the street uh-huh. and stuff? That's the Abbey Road in Cape Town. Yeah, they've got one there too. So. Oh. Yeah, kind of weird. Huh. A lot of people don't know it. No. But now you do. Now you do. You learn a little something new wow. on the show every single Fascinating. day. So share that with your friends at parties this weekend. I think they'll be really interested. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Anyway, this bloke from uh, Australia, Alan Jones. Uh, this was on the hundred day uh, speech from Joe Biden, mm. and so he did this whole segment on here's the leader of the free world kind of thing, and uh, I think it's the feel good segment of the year. Well, we ignore at our peril the weak leadership in America. Mm. And we're now seeing the consequences of this around the world. Myanmar, Hong Kong, Taiwan. Mm-hmm. And I will say something later about Israel. France. President Biden addressed a joint session of Congress today. This bloke is without shame. He hailed the COVID-19 vaccines distributed across the United States as a dose of hope. That hope, mm. Mr. Biden, was launched on Trump's watch. <laughs> Trump ordered millions of vaccines yes. before anyone thought of it. Only last week, Biden was telling the world in a virtual summit on climate change, and note Biden wearing a mask, the Mm. only one, that the world's (laughs) biggest polluter, if carbon dioxide is pollution, is China. They're promising net zero emissions by 2060, 10 years after our commitment to 2050, when our economies will be trashed. China (laughs) will reign supreme using our cheap coal. So a week Mm -hmm. after the virtual climate summit, Biden had... No, rec- no direct condemnation today of China's pollution mm-hmm. or military aggression. What he said was, quote, in my discussion with President Xi, I told him we welcome the competition. What the hell is that about? We're not looking for conflict. <laughs> Unquote. So well, of course, there will be no conflict. Uh-huh. China is playing Biden off a break. Tony Abbott summed it up brilliantly last weekend when he wrote, quote, there's been the militarisation of the South China Sea, the bullying of neighbours, even India, the trade boycotts against mm. Australia, the abrogation of the One Country, Two Systems Treaty on Hong Kong, mm. the mass internment of the Uyghurs, and most dangerous for the wider world, the growing belligerence towards Taiwan, a liberal democracy of 25 million people that should not have to submit just because it was part of China more than 100 years and two world wars ago, unquote. And of course, China is militarising ports across our region. It's invaded Taiwan's airspace. What did the leader of the free world have to say in his first address about any of that today? Nothing. Mm -hmm. And no mention of Israel. With reports in the last 48 hours that former Secretary of State John Kerry, now Biden's climate change czar, dished details of covert Israeli actions to the Iranians. 
And you mean to say this bloke Biden isn't cognitively delinquent? Have a listen to this, the President of the United States of America. We have to do more than just build back better. We build back, we have to build back better. With regard to Russia, <laughs> I know it concerns some of you. Mm -hmm. But I made very clear to Putin yeah. that we're not going to seek ex 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 excuse me, escalation. <laughs> that was clear to Russia, though. Putting though. Biden in this position of leading mm. the world's democracies is elder abuse. His right. incoherence is not new, but it surely can't go on. There will have to be a presidential resignation shortly. Mm. Listen to this from only a couple of weeks ago. <clears throat> the only way to spare more pain and more loss, the only way... These millstones no longer mark our national mourning. These milestones, I should Wait. say, no, no longer mo mark our national mourning. The hell? Wow. Wow. God, help me. And then <laughs> this. I have never yes. been particularly poor at calculating how to get things done in the United States Senate. Uh -huh. So the best way to get something done, if, you, if it holds near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to... <gasps> Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> oh, man. Mm. This is the leader of the free world. Thank you. How can we believe any self-respecting world leader will take this bloke seriously? Can you imagine what it's like talking to him live? No. One wag had it right with a meme that was posted on social media that <laughs> says it all. Hey, Sleepy Joe, <laughs> I think it'd be less confusing if you just... Turn the teleprompter around and let us read it for ourselves. Look, it's easy to laugh. This is very, very serious. Yeah, he's, he's absolutely right. Yeah. It is. It, it's funny for a moment, but it is very, very serious. Seriously, if, if you were visiting an old folks' home yeah. and this guy were sitting in a corner, Joe oh, Biden, it'd just be sad. Babbling away, you'd be like, oh, I'm sorry. That guy's yeah, like that's really that. sad. But when he's the leader of the free world, as this bloke pointed out, <laughs> it's it's way beyond sad. Way beyond that. Uh, let me tell you something about something that will make you happy because it's going to help your dog be more active and healthier. And uh, you're going to it's going to be a puppy like again. Rough greens. Rough Greens is not a dog food. It's a dog food supplement. You just sprinkle it on the dog's food because the dog's food is, let's face it, dead food. If you use that dry kibble food, it's been burned to the point where it's well, it's been sterilized. And so that kills everything in it. Kills all the live stuff, the probiotics and the vitamins and minerals and antioxidants and omega oils and all that kind of stuff that your dog needs to be healthy and uh, frisky. My dog absolutely loves the taste, will not eat her food without it anymore. Um, but some dogs apparently take a while to get used to this. <clears throat> and so Rough Greens doesn't want you to waste your time and your money. So they're going to send you a free bag of Rough Greens for your dog to try out. All you have to pay is shipping. So go to roughgreens.com and they'll send you a little bag of this. And you can see if uh, your dog's going to like it before you order it. That's roughgreens.com, or you can call 833-ROUGH-DOG. Pat Ray. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course, having a uh, cognitively dysfunctioning 
president of the United States. That's not our biggest problem. What our biggest problem here in America <laughs> is, as we all know, white supremacy. Uh, and the Biden administration's top law enforcement officials pledged yesterday to dedicate their resources to combat des- domestic violent extremists amid questions over whether the agencies are equipped to monitor such threats in the wake of the January 6th Capitol riot. Ugh, they're milking this for everything oh, they can. I, I just, it's... Seriously. This was the biggest uh, revolution in the history of the world to the left. Attorney General, and I don't want to, I don't want to diminish it, but neither do I want to make it into the Mount Everest of problems. Come on. Can we put it into perspective a little bit? Attorney General Merrick Garland and Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas appeared before the Senate Appropriations Committee for a hearing on domestic extremism as Congress ramped up its scrutiny this week of the circumstances around the attack on the Capitol building. Both Garland and Mayorkas testified that white supremacist groups pose the most serious domestic national security threat in the United States. Reinforcing what analysts have long concluded about far-right organizations. Without, by the way, any evidence of that. I mean, they've got this one thing. They've got this January 6th, which is why it pisses me off so much that people did this. That there was anybody on the right involved in this thing. That any Trump supporters entered the Capitol building like that illegally. I just, and, and what did you just say? You said you don't want to minimize it. <laughs> I don't. But the government has taken it to an extreme level. And that's what so they're ridiculous. going to do for power. You could have You could have just taken January 6th out and put COVID in there. I don't want to minimize mm-hmm. it, but I also don't want the right. government locking our rights down right. over this. Yes. And that's what they're doing with both situations. Never let a crisis go to waste. Both baby. of these situations are allowing them to seize more power, and that's what they're doing. And this particular situation from January 6th is allowing them to spy on people that they believe are dangerous. And who do they believe are dangerous? Everybody on the right. Everybody who is a Trump supporter. Anybody who has any concerns at all about the 2020 presidential election. I'm sorry, you're fair game now. We're going to have to watch you and monitor you and maybe even follow you around uh, because you're dangerous. I mean, the Senate Appropriations Committee hearing just deemed you the most dangerous people in America right now. We got to look out for I mean, it's for your own safety. It's for the safety of the country. Hmm. We can't have another insurgency uh, against our government, trying to overthrow the government. Uh, They go on. Domestic violent extremists pose an elevated threat in 2021. And in the FBI's view, the top domestic violent extremist threat we face comes from racially or ethnically motivated violent extremists Keep in mind, they're saying this with a straight face, with all of the garbage going on in Portland and Seattle and Antifa all across the country. They're saying this. Really? (laughs) Plus, where are the tapes? Where is the footage? Obviously, it's not going to be tape anymore. It's probably going to be digitally uh, recorded. No matter. 
no matter the method that they used or the format that they used. Let's see the footage we haven't seen yet. Why won't you show it to us? Is it because it proves your point too clearly? Is that why? <laughs> it's We don't want to show you because you're going to be too pissed off at the Trump people. <laughs> It'll make you too angry and right. all those Trumpers. <laughs> it's just, and we're, this is to protect Trump and his supporters. That's why we're hiding this from you. So, yeah. Because uh, we didn't do anything wrong. You won't see any leftists leading this group pretending to be Trump supporters. You won't see any of that. That's not what we're hiding. Okay. Huh. Yeah, I'm sure that I'm sure that's the case. I'm sure that they're trying to protect the guilty here. Uh, unbelievable. And one day it's going to come out. One day it's going to be shown, and uh, then what's going to happen? Well, they'll ignore it, like they ignore every other fact that doesn't fit their agenda. That's what's going to happen. It's pathetic. But they've been allowed to to get to this point, and so they just keep working this this. Same game plan because it works for him. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Let me tell you about Texas Superfood. If you don't get a lot of, you know, really good food in your diet, vegetables um, and fruits and uh, things that are raw and don't have all of the nutrients cooked out of them, then Texas Superfood is absolutely the way to go got the power of nutritionally dense fruits and vegetables raw fruits and vegetables antioxidant rich their organic vine ripened fruits and vegetables all natural it's just great stuff every ingredient in texas superfood has been certified and selected to give you optimal nutritional intake all the fruits and vegetables used are grown organically from locally sourced farms so you're getting the highest quality nutritional supplement that's available on the market Go to TexasSuperfood.com right now. Check it out. TexasSuperfood.com. Pat Gray. Got some tweets here. Uh, cows with guns. <laughs> That's probably not a good combination. I don't really trust the cows with guns. Do you? And why is that? Are you uh, speciesists? Well, they're cows. They're cows. They're uh, they're, they're food. And so I don't like my food to have a gun. Then how am I going to eat it if it's shooting at me to stop me from eating it? You got to sneak up on it. It really makes the hunt that much more uh, challenging. All right. <laughs> anyway, cows with guns tweets. I just had a Cocoa Pebbles coffee creamer. What? Uh-uh. Really? That's awesome. <sighs> Is this a great country or what? You're not getting Cocoa Pebbles coffee creamer from the Ruskies, are you? No. The Chai Coms? No. Nope. Are the Cubans coming up with Cocoa Pebbles coffee creamer? No. United States of America, my friends. America. Uh, Northwest Idahoan tweets, I bet the lady double bagged her gas, also double masks. (laughs) You know it. You know it. From I'm a licking butter? (laughs) You, You store gasoline in plastic bags because putting it in paper bags would just be stupid. Duh. Yeah, I don't, oh. I don't know why we didn't think of that, Ima. I don't, I don't know why. Or should I call you Ms. Lickenbutter? Um, <laughs> Joe Blob tweets, What happened to all the anti-bullying 
training I received at work. The same folks pushing all the sensitivity slash anti-bullying training while teaching me the silver rule over the golden rule <laughs> are trying to push the vax via bullying. Aren't they, though? Well, Great point. They, they might bribe you, too, occasionally. They'll bribe you, well, the bribe, and then they'll bully you. Then the bully, mm-hmm. right? It's like mm-hmm. the, uh, the nudge and then the <clears throat> shove. Rants Out Loud tweets, Sky News Australia is more conservative than Fox News could ever dream of being. Oh, you'd never get that kind of rant on Fox News no, anymore. No, no, no. No way. No, they would actually stop someone from making that kind of rant. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. It's no, dude. No, let's not talk through that. Uh-huh. Uh, not with Lachlan, uh, you know, the son in charge anymore. Oh. Uh, especially not with him in charge. Hmm. Uh, they're Both the sons are liberal. And they're not like Rupert Murdoch. Rupert, you know, is kind of, I mean, he's somewhat conservative, I think. But not the sons. But you made the point off air is mm. that could you have ever imagined a time where MSNBC would be outlefted by another network? Yeah. And it has happened. Oh, CNN definitely is taking uh-huh. that ground. It's a great point. Definitely. I mean, back in the day, you would think, man, the people at MSNBC are just insane. They're the worst. Gosh, these people. Suck. They look like Fox News now in comparison to CNN. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Something else. Boy, what a fun time, huh? That's a fun time. Yeah, we got the we got the coffee creamer that tastes like cereal. <laughs> yeah, we so do have good. that going for us. <clears throat> so there's that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we also have this Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! The future president? Future president of the United States? I mean, seriously? Now he's saying though he's not going to run until tw- uh, 2032. <laughs> 2032. Yeah, he's just being nice. He wants, uh, I think he likes Biden. Well, he obviously does because he kind of campaigned for him. Uh, He did that video about how he was going to vote for Biden over Trump. And so I don't think the guy's a conservative. Yeah, and I would like to make it clear that because I say, just because I say that The Rock is going to be a future president of the Mm -hmm. United States, that is not the same as me saying, I can't wait to vote for The Rock. Yeah. I'm just telling you that's no, the it, way our country's going. He would not be good. Dwayne The Rock Johnson continued his presidential tease this week when he said he's considering a possible run for office in the near future as part of his, quote, ambition to unite our country, unquote. <laughs> yeah, that's what we need is a former professional wrestler to unite the country. That'd work really well, I think. Speaking with Willie Geist... Uh, of Sunday Today in an interview, the actor said that he'd run for president if he felt there was enough solid public support. He also described himself as a political independent and centrist, despite the fact that he endorsed Joe Biden and Kamala Harris in the previous election, which was moronic of him. If you're a centrist, what are you doing voting for those two? What are you doing promoting those two? And if you really do want to be president of the United States, mm. which it does sound like he definitely does, yeah, he does when you get down to the brass tacks there, it's a, all you're going to hear from from the the right that you're trying to court as your independent campaign is, oh, you're the guy mm-hmm. that helped the guy that got Trump out of office. Oh, I'm not voting for you. It's a, it's a dead end there for him. Yeah, I think so. At least for people on the right. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said, not sure our founding fathers ever envisioned a 6'4", bald, tattooed, half black, half Samoan, tequila drinking, pickup truck driving, fanny pack wearing guy <laughs> joining their club. 
But if it ever happens, it'd be my honor to serve the people. He's saying, please nominate me somebody. <clears throat> yeah. Please, please, please want uh, he me. He wants it. He, he wants it. Definitely wants it. He just doesn't want to look like he wants it. Uh-huh. He's like, oh, oh, who, oh me? If, if you insist. Oh, I well. mean, I maybe. I could, I just, don't get me wrong. I'm flattered. Right. I can't right now because I don't want to mess with Joe Biden because I love him. But uh, <laughs> that is really something that you would want me to. Okay. I mean, just all right. A, I will. A bald I will. Samoan tattooed professional wrestler? Me? Me? And oh. there he is. There's a... So is his calculus on the 12 years? Is that he thinks Biden's only going to be in there for one term and then Kamala for two and then he'll come in and write in? Perhaps. Uh-huh. Yeah, because there's two elections before then. So why are you waiting that long? You could go 20... You could go 2028. Why would you wait till 2032? We don't want to step on Kamala's toes. Will stop paying him. Hmm. Hmm. All right. Well, maybe... Hmm. Also, it's not too stu- too soon to start thinking about 2024. Um, we got some poll data mm. already from Convention of States. Okay. And the 2024 polling data data, Americans are evenly divided on President Biden's job performance. What? Forty eight point three percent approve, uh, and uh, about the same disapprove. Yeah, forty seven point five. Yeah, That's split. There it is. That's okay. uh, that's generous. That's a generous poll number. Uh, so thirty-five point eight of Americans strongly approve. Twelve and a half percent approve of Biden's performance. So that's that's how you add it up to the forty-eight point three. Yeah, often overlooked is the special interest group, the people that really love standing in line for gasoline. Yeah, and, and they really came out in this poll. <laughs> it turned out. Uh, almost 42% of Americans strongly disapprove, which is, of course, where I am. 5.6% of Americans just disapprove. Republican voters strongly support a Trump presidential run. Mm. 49.1% of Republican voters would absolutely vote for him. 12.4% would likely vote for him. Uh, another 78 would consider voting for him. Now, there's only... Looks like about uh, 24% who are unlikely or just won't vote for him. Mm. I love the the question, if Trump doesn't run... Who would it be? Who would it be? And who do you suppose? I mean, obviously, Far it's Ron away. DeSantis. Far by a away. lot. Ron so, DeSantis over Ted Cruz. Yeah, 47 to 20. And then price Cruz is that high. Number three, I am too, really. Mike Pence, third, <laughs> uh, followed by someone else at fourth, and Nikki Haley, hmm. fifth. They didn't even consider uh, what's her face, uh, Christy Noem. Oh yeah, she's not in here in South Dakota. So she weird. She was somewhere under that. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, somebody just asked about uh, Dwayne Johnson and whether or not where or where he was where he was born, mm-hmm. right? So he wasn't born in Samoa. Right, he was born. No, I think it's his heritage there. Okay, yeah. So he's half black, half Samoan, and he's actually from California. Mm-hmm. Hayward, Hayward, California. Hayward, California. We looked this up. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we just looked up because it seemed to me that he played college football. I couldn't remember where though, and it turns out Miami. He played for the Hurricanes. Yeah, linebacker for the Hurricanes. Uh, but then he went undrafted in mm-hmm. the NFL and signed an undrafted free agent contract with. Yeah, so somebody. By the way, he was a backup to Warren Sapp on that uh, 
91 Miami Hurricanes team. Oh, okay. But yeah, he didn't go drafted, so he ended up signing with the uh, the Calgary Stampeders of the Canadian Football League as a linebacker. Okay. And they assigned yeah. him to the practice roster, but uh, two months into the season, they cut him. <laughs> what? He couldn't even make the CFL? <laughs> 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 I mean, what kind of sissy is this guy? Right. <laughs> That's embarrassing. There, okay, this is being recorded. Uh, he might he might hear this one day. <laughs> so careful. Tread, tread lightly. Yeah. Yeah. So uh Yeah, all right. But they cut him. And, <laughs> they he, cut and him. he didn't have mm-hmm. the chops for the Canadian football league. <laughs> What's the matter with you, man? <laughs> oh, please don't audit me later when you're president. <laughs> yeah, really. We're just playing around, They're man. Just playing cuz you you're voted good for actor. Biden. It's I mean, just Jumanji, uh, you know, you're good. Yeah. Blowing off a little steam for the Biden <laughs> vote. That's all. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Did you see that it's it snowed this week in Denver, Colorado? Wow. We're talking May, almost middle May. I guess it was what the tenth and eleventh. I think it snowed Monday and Tuesday. It snowed. I this. Wow. In Denver, they have gotten snow in nine consecutive months. Every month since last September, they've had snow. Oh wow. Yeah. Wow. Isn't that amazing? Thank you, global warming. Uh huh. If our Ethu wave that are causing that, I mean, uh, of course, I, I know. Uh, I know. In late August, it got down to fifty-five degrees when I was there. Whenever I was there in August, <clears throat> and that, that not down <clears throat> in the valley. I mean, that wasn't up in the oh, mountains, yeah. you know. So I mean, mm-hmm. it's been chilly there for a while. Wow. But like you said, if if not for the global warming, it could right. have been an ice age <laughs> in That's right. Mile High Stadium. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Uh, also, yesterday, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, inductees were now not just the nominees they were these were the ba- the bands and the artists who were inducted into the hall of fame for 2021 uh and here they are mm-hmm. here's the Hello, list rock and roll fans hi I'm honored to be Wait. standing inside yeah, the rock and roll Wait, we hall didn't of pick fame it up at the cleveland ohio Ugh. to announce our 2021 to start it with rock the actual roll hall of fame. Okay. Pause it for a second. Start right, it no, with the actual told, no, one. They told me to wait. They told me to wait. All I'm right. going to wait. I'm going to trust right, the process. Trust the process, Keith. We weren't Sorry. trusting the I know, process. I know. I apologize. All right. Go ahead. Sorry. ...in the fan vote. And now, here is the 2021 class of rock and roll hall of fame inductees. He's very animated. Yeah. In the performers category, <laughs> Ooh. Tina Turner. Yeah, there's rock and roll, baby. Rock and roll. King. Oh, the go go. Rock on. Yeah, Jay-Z. we got the beat. Oh, Jay Z. Nice hairdo. Foo Fighters. Yeah, Dave Grohl's in there twice, I think. Oh, Finally. In addition, Rock in addition. honored to induct the following in these special categories. Oh, oh special. Avant. Sure. I think we all feel that way. Clarence Avon deserves it. Craft They've been trying. Pause it for a second. They've been trying for years to get craft work into the Rock Hall of Fame. We've been waiting for this day. And they finally made it. Yes. As some special Special category category. Oh, my gosh. They have one song in America that anyone knows. And it's Bon, 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 Otto, Bon. Brilliant lyrics. Bon, that's what they do, the whole song. Bon, 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 auto bon. Ta-da! Wow. How long did it take you to write down those lyrics, man? That had to... Wow. I mean, some serious brain power went into How that. How many takes you think it took to get that one perfect? <laughs> Too many. Ugh. Too many. All right, let's see who else. Charlie Patton. Sure, oh, I would have... Yeah. I'm just going to say... Been waiting Scott for that Warren. one. Early influence. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's good stuff right there. Yeah. LL Cool J. 
Come on. <laughs> oh, rock. Nothing from nothing leaves nothing. nothing. Huh. You gotta have yeah. something. Randy Rhodes. Yes. Hey, yes. Wow, it's rock and roll. All I can tell you is yes on that one. Yeah. <clears throat> That's good. So you got Jay-Z, mm-hmm. <clears throat> the Foo Fighters, and the Go-Go's uh, in their f- first-time ballot, people. These are first-time ballots. Uh, and, you know, the Foo Fighters belong, I guess. I, I could, I, I'm kind of but ambivalent again, on the Foo Fighters. But do you draw the line at who should be acknowledged? Or do you draw the line where they've set the bar with previous inductees? No, I draw the line at who should be. Okay. I mean, it's the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, right? As That's one, what it says it is. As one of your Pathead um, listeners sa- said very astutely, it should just be called the Music Hall of Fame at this point. At this point, it should, yes. It's not rock. That's right. That's very true. Um, so Iron Maiden got skipped, the guy who was like... Oh, yeah. Yeah, right? yeah was, they did. How many, how many albums have they sold? 120 million, I think it was. Good grief. But yeah, there's no influence there, right? No, no, no. 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 Uh-uh. Um, Foreigner, of course. Foreigner, gone. of Not course. There, as always. Not the there. monkeys, of course. The monkeys. <laughs> Tommy James and the Shondells, of course. But the Go-Go's are in. The Go-Go's the are Go-Go's in. the Go-Go's made it, so. Seriously? I mean, the Go-Go's had a few hits. They had, what? Uh, we Got the Beat. Vacation. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe one or two others. But, I mean... They sold 7 million albums. 7 million worldwide. That's it. That's it. Is that Hall of Fame worthy? And don't even get me started on Jay-Z. I mean, gut check, full stop. (laughs) It's not rock. It is not rock. Build a hip-hop Hall of Fame. Right? Or a rap Hall of Fame somewhere. This doesn't make any sense. As for Tina Turner, ick, <laughs> full stop. Just gut check, stop. <laughs> but what what what's love got to do with it? Uh, yeah. Nothing. Yeah. It doesn't. Have, I certainly don't love her music. I'll tell Are, you that. Why aren't cities falling over themselves, especially in this climate, to, to re- do a hip hop hall of fame? To recognize hip hop artists. I don't in know. fact, I think it's racist that that nobody has Thank tried you. to make one of these. Thank you. Uh, let's see if there is one, and maybe we just don't know about I it. I think they're afraid of being called racists, and that's why they put all these rap artists in there now. Oh, and, yeah, totally. You know, so they've it's completely not a rock hall of fame. Oh, I found the hip hop hall of fame. <laughs> it's in. Uh, it's in Manhattan. Is there one? It's been around there. since 1992. It's in Manhattan. Then put these people, put these guys in there. I don't understand why that. I don't either. Make, ma- is it just either. bad marketing by them? I it's, it, Yes. I mean, that's part of it. Is there a rap hall of fame? And then you got people like Carole King. I mean, her Tapestry album was huge in the early 70s. Mm-hmm. And she sold 75 million wow. uh, albums. But rock, rock? Again, she's not really rock, right? It's just, I mean, Todd Rundgren... If you must, I guess go ahead uh, because uh-uh. I guess he's a hip choice. But none of, again, none of these artists can be mentioned in the same breath as Foreigner or Tommy James. That or what, the Monkees. What Keith? Where the Connells? I mean, I'm so sick and tired of the Connells being ignored by the music world. They sold over eight albums. Over eight albums and they're all at my house <laughs> they're all at Keith's house <laughs> <laughs> seriously though I mean, that, that they actually if there was a college rock hall of fame no mm-hmm. no joking 
The they'd Connells. be in it. They'd be in they it. Were, they were huge. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm with you on that. No, Absolutely. You know I am. Don't pity I am. me here on the air. <laughs> Save that for off. <laughs> LL Cool J, you know, he belongs with Jay-Z in the Hip Hop Hall right. of Fame. Billy Preston. I will say this about Billy Preston. I mean, he played with the Beatles enough mm. that... Oh, the South African Beatles that we talked yes, about earlier. Yes, the ones from South Africa. Yeah, okay. Uh-huh. Okay, now I know who you're talking about. Okay. In the mid to late 60s, he played with the Beatles all the time. I mean, almost enough to be the fifth Beatle. Plus, he had some great songs. Will It Go Round in Circles? They played Nothing from Nothing. Um, so, I'm I'm okay with that choice. Sure. I don't know if it's rock, but he did play with rock artists. Uh, and Randy Rhodes, I mean, absolutely deserves it. His special category thing. Uh, even though his life was really cut short, he was only 25 years old when he died. Oh. 25 uh, when he when he died in a plane crash. Um, but for my money, maybe the greatest guitarist who ever lived. I think he's up there, at least in the top five. Got to be top five. Wait. He was awesome with Quiet Riot. Yeah. But uh, on Ozzy's Crazy Train that they yeah. just played a little sample of, I mean, that's... That's guitar work. And that's rock and roll. That's what the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame should be about. Right? Uh, yeah. Rock! Quick question. Can we can we pick the Pat Gray music brain for a second here? I don't mm-hmm. want to put you on the spot here, but I'm going to. Um, when you said he's a top five guitarist of all time, do you have a list in your head, or are you just saying he's up there? Because if you had a list in your head, I'd be curious to know who your top five would be. It doesn't be in order. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, in addition to Randy Rhodes. Sure. And this is in no particular order. Okay. On the spot, Pat. But, uh... Should be a new segment. Uh, Jimi Hendrix. Okay. Uh, Eddie Van Halen. Okay. Um... Get two okay, more. so that's... You gotta get two, two more. more. Two, Eric Clapton. And, uh... uh Stevie, Stevie Ray Vaughan. So Jimmy Page does not make the cut. No, you know, I'm... Top ten. Hmm. I, I, I'm not as high on Joe Jimmy Satriani Page as many are. Joe Satriani does not make are. the cut. No. The Edge does not make the cut. No. George Huntley from the Connells. You noticed Tom Scholes from Boston didn't make the cut right. either. But I also noticed George Huntley from the really Connells good. didn't make no, the cut No, George either. Huntley didn't make the cut. Wow. I considered him for a minute, but wow. then I thought, no. And save your If list. there's a college rock hall of fame, sure. then George Huntley would be there. If you live course. in Raleigh, North Carolina, George <laughs> Huntley now sells real estate. <laughs> really? Yeah. He's huh. a great guy. He's so just, they don't do music anymore? Are they? They're, they're not coming together? out with a new album this year. Nah, that's music to my ears. First right one there. since 2001, music, y'all. Music to my ears. All right, let me tell you about Scoremaster. Uh, <laughs> the average American has 97 points they could add to their credit score. Of course, they have no idea how to get them. But Scoremaster does. They're the new credit science to super boost your credit score. They'll they'll show you how to do this. When you go to credit sc- or scoremaster.com, uh, they will tell you how many points you can add and how fast you can add them. It's really great. Now, the average ScoreMaster user raises their credit score 61 points in 20 days or less. So let's say your score was in the high 500s to mid 600s when you bought a new car. If you gone to ScoreMaster first and raised your credit score just the average 61 points, you could have saved 9000 on your car loan and it would be more like $100,000 over the life of your um, home loan. So this is a great way to go. It just improves your life in virtually every way. 
when you go to scoremaster.com. They put you in control of your finance, not the banks, and you can enroll in just minutes. Visit scoremaster.com slash pad. Scoremaster.com slash pad. Pat Gray. Oh, we got to show you this new army recruiting ad. Jeez. Earlier this week, we showed you, er, this weekend last, we had a couple of videos from the CIA about how important it is to feature, you know, diversity and LGBTQQIA2 plus people. We got to make sure that we show you that they are in the CIA and, um, now we're showing you this army recruiting video, which is a cartoon, and uh, it wants you to know that. Uh, <laughs> it, well, I'll let them tell the tale. Mm-hmm. This is the story of a soldier who operates your nation's Patriot missile defense systems. Oh, good. Okay. <clears throat> it begins in California with a little girl raised by two moms. Oh, wow, good. U.S. Army. <clears throat> two moms. It's Emma. Oh, Her okay. name just washed up on the shore. How'd That's that really happen? cool. That's kind of I don't know. I had a fairly typical childhood. <laughs> Took ballet. Mm-hmm. Played violin. I also marched for equality. Oh, good. <laughs> I like to think I've been defending freedom from an early age. Oh, you keep thinking oh. that. When I was six years old, One of my moms had an accident that left her paralyzed. Doctors said she might never walk again. But she tapped into my family's pride to get back on her feet. Pause it for a second. Wait, she tapped into your family's pride to get back on her feet again. Hmm. Okay. So pride allowed her to walk again. That's great. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, that's really cool. Magic pride. Uh, let's see the rest. Eventually, standing at the altar to marry my other mom. Oh, lovely. With such powerful role models, it's powerful. I finished high school at the top of my class mm-hmm. and then attended UC Davis, where I joined a sorority full of other strong women. Where did they all have two moms graduation as well? Or approached, I began feeling like I'd been handed so much in life mm-hmm. a sorority girl stereotype. Mm-hmm. Sure. I'd spent my life around inspiring women. Sure, you had. Sure. But what had I really achieved Obviously. on my own? I don't know. What would you achieve? One of my sorority sisters was studying abroad in Italy. Mm-hmm. Another was climbing Mount Everest. What were you doing? Nothing. I needed my own adventures. She needs her own. My own challenge. Yeah. You needed and to climb a rope. And after meeting with an army recruiter, uh, I found it. Ta-da! A way to prove my inner strength Good. and maybe shatter some stereotypes along the way. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. I'm U.S. Army Corporal Emma Malone Lord, and I answered my calling. I've got chills. What calls you? I've got chills right now. So, is everything in the United States government now going to be about promoting and glorifying LGBTQQIA2 plus people? Is that is that what this is all about? Is that all we can do now in the CIA? And the U.S. Army, we're not looking for excellence anymore. Don't worry about excellence. We're just looking for people with alternate lifestyles. If you have an alternate lifestyle, we want you in the CIA and we want you in the Army. How do you choose, though? I mean, you got to pick one or the other, right? 
Well, I go with the one uh, that has the cartoon because I like cartoons. You like cartoons? Yeah. Yeah. So, so you're so, going army. I'm going army. Well, I mean, I'm going army. I like books. So you got to go with the I librarian. Go, yeah. You know, in the CIA. I'm go chill at the CIA. CIA librarian. Mm-hmm. You want to be a librarian at the CIA? I do not. I, that's because you can't cut it, my friend. You can't cut it at the CIA library. How difficult do you think the training is uh, to be the CIA <laughs> really hard. librarian? I think it's hard. Because I'll bet you it's really hard. Because I mean, think about this. At the end of the day, he's got to go over to the game section, yeah. the board game section, right, and clean up all the pieces. That, That's right. That the slob Maybe we CIA agents. remind people of the th- kinds of things Wait. he had to do. I don't know if we still have that oh, laying yeah. around somewhere. Uh, by the way, Rob tells me that this uh, army cartoon thing. There's a whole series of those apparently. That's just the one that's making the rounds right now. Really? Are they all about alternate lifestyles, or are some know. of them, hey, we want really <laughs> strong people. We want people who have good vision, good hearing. We want people who are healthy. We want people in <laughs> shape. We want uh, good Americans who love this country. How about any of those values? I, I don't know. The- nope. I, I was just about to say, and mm. Rob read my mind. I was about to say, Rob, take a look at those videos and find us another good one. <laughs> And he just said in my ear that uh, I can't pay him enough to watch any of those videos. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh. Oh, boy. Oh, we got the CIA librarian. Yeah, you sure, see this? It's hard work, Here's, man. As an agency yeah. librarian, uh-huh. I work to ensure that our collection and services are matched up with what CIA and I needs. I flip through pages Not in slow motion. Not only am I involved in the acquisitions of journals, books, and countless do. electronic resources, I'm also encouraged to curate special collections that challenge expectation. Oh, encouraged. Recently, I brought in our intelligence gaming collection <laughs> to give officers unique opportunities to practice skills they need in their various Great. roles. Instead of sitting for hours in front of a computer-based training, mm-hmm. they can play a carefully selected game to train a specific set of skills they can play while simultaneously building on the myriad soft skills game. essential to intelligence work. I see. My favorite thing about CIA mm-hmm. is that they encourage the out-of-the-box ideas that drive real progress. <laughs> Growing up gay in a small southern town, I was lucky to have a wonderful and accepting family. I always struggled with the idea that I might not be able to discuss my personal life at work. Yeah. Imagine my surprise when I was taking my oath at CIA and I noticed a rainbow on then-director Brennan's lanyard. Surprise! Which I later learned was designed by Angle, <laughs> one of the many employee resource groups here at the agency. Okay, I remember good, being good. stunned. Stunned. Uh-huh. Since then, I'm however, I've learned that far beyond the resource groups, inclusion sure. is a core value here. Officers Thank from goodness. the top down work hard to ensure that every Pause single it for a second. person... That's what I look for in a spy agency. Inclusion. Thank you. Do you guys do, like, do include everyone? Every person from every background and every stripe under the rainbow. Do you include everyone? Well, only if they can flip through books in slow motion. Can you, though? I'm not sure that's slow motion. That looks like normal motion to me. <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me try. Can I try this? Can I get another chance? I'm gonna play a game. Like I got. All right. Got these guys. You got two here. balls. Yep. Literally. Right here mm-hmm. in front of me. Uh, so, so. Just, what are you gonna do with them? I just. I'm not gonna continue this segment. <laughs> that's for sure. All right. Let's see the rest of this. Officers from the top down work hard to ensure that every single person, whatever their gender, uh-huh. gender identity, sexual race, orientation. disability, or sexual orientation, uh-huh. can bring uh, their entire you know self to work. I just day. guessed. This is wild stab in the dark. The CIA. I'm sorry, not the. It's just CIA. Okay. Remember, slow mo. I'll get this skill down, and one day I'll be in CIA. CIA. Slow motion <laughs> page turning. <laughs> 
And then you have to you have to be able to walk in slow motion too, you know, down the hall. Right. Because every one of these videos features like one of the skills is just <laughs> walking slowly toward we don't know what. <laughs> it's just, are we are being mocked Asinine. by our enemies? Oh, are you kidding me? They do, do, does our government realize that the internet is around the world and they can see these videos? And Apparently not. <sighs> Apparently not. I bet they're shaking in their boots right now in in Russia. So let's use brain cells before we post things on the internet. Thanks. 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 Oof. I mean, it's 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 good for a laugh, but then at the end of the day, you're like, oh my gosh, wait, no, those are our protectors. Right. And this, and here's what I love about it. This is what we're focused on at the CIA. I mean, at CIA. <laughs> yeah. This is what we're focused on. Yeah. CIA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like myriad. Do you ever say uh, yeah. there's a myriad, or I also hear it, there's myriad things. Oh, really? Yeah. You don't put the A before or the of after for some reason. Really? Yes. Oh, that's, then I guess I've yes. got it wrong all this time. I think so. I say a myriad. a myriad of, yeah. right? But yeah. I think when it's correct, it's like there's myriad, whatever. And then you're noun. Well, that's dumb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. I don't get it. That's but, really stupid. But uh, but the world is changing, and <laughs> we better change with it, because uh, we're not going to be included in this new world. Oh, oh really? If we don't get on board. Wait, there's an opt-out? No. There... Wait, you just suggested well, I mean, that... Yes, we can put you in a, in a re-education camp. We can't do that. Oh, is it is it a, is it a re-education camp of my choosing though? No, it's not your choosing. I no. don't get to pick. No, you don't get to pick. <laughs> well, no, you don't. I want a mountain view. Uh huh. Maybe a stream mm. that I can at least hear. Mm-hmm. I don't want it so close that like there's a flooding risk. Right. Okay. Yeah. And uh, just a little bit of room to stretch out. Yeah. No. That's, and that's not what we have in mind for you. NFL Sunday ticket. But it's cute that you want all those. That's things. that's all that's I great. need. That's, that's all really I need. Great. <laughs> All right, we didn't uh, we didn't even get to this psycho Dar- Daisy Berenger, who's a freelance writer and editor, that said she hopes Tesla CEO and SpaceX founder Elon Musk dies in a Tesla fire because of his appearance on Saturday Night Live, where he gave the white supremacy sign, which is the okay sign. Whoa, whoa! Yeah, can we blur that out in post production? Good tip for you. That doesn't mean white supremacy. <laughs>